0: Good afternoon and welcome to episode six of the redhead boy podcast hosted by me harry allen god episode six i'm super enjoying doing this podcast can't believe that we're on episode six already hope you guys have been enjoying the show so far thank you for everyone who's been listening and all that stuff so today we've got a good one where I'm going to be talking all film and TV shows. I'm going to be doing a top five TV shows and films of recent years with my old college friend Rebecca Ann. Oh, it was such good fun doing going through our top five TV shows and films. Uh, yeah I super enjoyed doing that Rebecca she's, she's such a nice down-to-earth girl and we're super good friends and um, looking forward to catching up with her in person after this lovely lockdown is down down after this lovely lockdown is done that's what I meant crikey that was a brain fart so without further ado Let's start this episode six. Uh, can you do me a favour because I just messed that up? I forgot to press record on that very first bit. Oh no. <laughs> Sorry, we were doing so well. And what so, is your uh, first first one on your list? Well, your honourable mention, anyway.
1: Um, The Office, the US one with Steve Carell. Um I love Steve Carell, he's just hilarious. Um it's about just office banter really and office pranks and um, I find it relatable because I work in an office so it's it's just a good film to watch in the background as well you can see it a hundred times and still laugh it's like friends so.
0: cool, cool. no uh Steve Carell is like hilarious he's like so funny yeah so, I uh, yeah and all, all, also you got um John oh, I knew I was gonna mess with his name John
2: Krasinski?
0: Krasinski. yeah Krasinski I was like I'm either gonna stutter on it or butcher it oh yeah, uh, and <laughs> Because he directed uh, a Quiet Place, hasn't he? Yes. So he directed yeah. that,
2: mm-hmm. so, and yeah, he's
0: exactly. like, he's like, and, uh, mentally talented, like super talented. So I haven't actually watched any of the US Office, like at all. I
1: so, think I only I only recently started watching. I would say recently, at the beginning or the end of last year. Hmm. Um, but the first season is probably the most cringiest just because Steve Carell's character is very um, very crude in that. But later throughout the other seasons, they, they change him, they dial him down a bit. So it's a bit easy going. But the first season, you're just so so cringed out.
0: I bet like, like <laughs> working in an office, you probably like, can you like look at your colleagues and be like, oh, this is this person?
1: Yes, 100%. percent <laughs> i that conversation with the manager a lot of times. There's definitely people that relate to, um, there's a character in it, um, he's hilarious, played by Rain Wilson. Um, he's just, yeah, there's someone in my office that's just him to a T.
2: Cool, so, cool.
0: That's hilarious.
1: You watch, you'll you know what I mean. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, nice. I think that's always funny when you watch like, a show and you end up actually like, really relating to it, going, this is how I feel like on a day-to-day basis
1: honestly they, there's a, a lot of the tricks are they have it's basically a set and the gist of the show is where they, they, they're aware there's a camera on the studio um, and they're filming a day-to-day office life and they constantly have these shots where they just pan to people and you just see the reaction of it like an honest comment and some <laughs> of the people are sitting there and their faces like, oh, you think yeah I've been there it's It's just relatable. It's brilliant.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool when they do shows like that because it's like they must have such fun, like recording it and everything.
1: Yeah, definitely. They um, two of the women have bought out a podcast anyway called Office Ladies, and they basically watch each episode and tell you behind the scenes bits and stuff. Um, and some of it's just so funny. They say a lot of it was improvised and stuff, and yeah, it's really good.
0: That sounds sick. I might have to. Yeah, I might have to check that out actually.
1: Yeah, that's really good.
0: Uh, before I forget, let's, let, let's play a little clip of the trailer that I've got.
2: Now on DVD, The Office. I think that pretty much sums it up. Own the smart, funny series that's a hit with fans and critics alike. put my stuff in jello again. Viciously deadpan. That's what she said. Never has a lousy job been so much fun. You're a gentleman and a scholar.
0: I'm going to do my honorable mention. Uh, I watched it recently, it's on. Netflix, but I think it originally came out on Channel 4 and it's called Pure. Now this, this show nice. was like, hel- like hilarious. It's about this mm. um, young Scottish girl that decides to go to London randomly because mm. she suffers with, uh, well, they call it OCD in the show,
1: okay.
2: but
0: she suffers with graphically visualizing se- sexual things okay so like she uh there's a part in the show which is amazing that she's giving a speech at her parents like anniversary
1: yeah
0: and uh her mind starts to go all nuts and she starts to picture everybody in the room like having sex and making out oh god <laughs> and it's like so funny yeah. it's so like and like the the way it's shot and everything and the like graphic bits are really like cleverly done
2: yes. and
0: it's about her sort of trying to find her feet and trying to deal with this like condition that she has mm-hmm. and she bumps into a couple of uh, um, moving to London she sort of finds herself in these weird and wonderful situations including okay. thinking that she might be gay so she tries to get with a girl okay. and uh, tries to do stuff with a girl and it just goes terribly wrong. Yeah, okay. So, I 100% you go watch it because it's hilarious. It's so like...
1: A bit like that scene, have you seen Booksmart? Yeah. You know, in the toilet, when she ends up like throwing up on it? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, no, like, it literally is in the vein of that. And uh, I know that's not on any of our lists, but if anybody wants to check out Booksmart, it's so fucking good.
1: Oh, uh, I saw that for the first time the other day. I creased
0: up. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Oh, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's definitely like not not putting it down, but definitely like the female version of Superbad.
1: Oh, definitely yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did
0: you did you know that the uh, the one of the girls that one of the girls in the main role is actually um, I knew I was going to forget his name. Um, Hill? <laughs> J- uh, J- yeah, her, yeah his, his so, sister.
1: I didn't know that at the time but when I saw it all I could think was oh my god she looks like a female version of Jessica Hill. <laughs> and I looked it up on IMDB and I saw that it was his sister and I was like okay that makes sense but it's uncanny she looks identical to him. Yeah
0: no she does look a hell of a lot like
1: him <laughs> yeah. so.
0: and uh, them two are like really hilarious together. Yeah I
1: bet.
0: you picture like two two like the two best friends in the film and you sort of end up relating to again. I have a friend like that or had a friend like that. I bonded in that way. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, anyway, I like the way I always end up going on a tangent completely somewhere different. So anyway, so we've done, we done the US office and we've done Pure. Let's play a little clip for Pure. Okay.
2: There's something wrong with me. It's like the sixth sense, but I don't see dead people. I see naked ones. Most people move to London to seek their fortune. I'll settle for some answers. Thanks again for letting me stay. It'll be
1: just like school, except you'll have to talk to me and your friends will victimize me. Tell us about yourself.
2: Shut up! Is there something wrong with you? Hi, I'm Marnie, and I think I'm a sex addict. I don't think you're that type. Drinks? I don't think of you that way. And when I do, I'm like, Just to be clear. Yeah, that was really clear. I'm not a sex addict. What am I? Obsessive compulsive disorder. What? these That's meant to be a heart. Uh-oh. I'm lost in a city of 8 million people, but I will find myself here. Something is wrong with me! Welcome to the mystery that is my life. You definitely won't remember this. I will, because it's quite nice. Brand new series, Pure, coming soon to Channel 4.
0: And that was the trailer for Pure, available now on Netflix. you your actual number five now. You're on your official list.
1: Yes. Okay. So number five, I've got um, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker.
0: Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting <laughs> like chat. So, but but mm-hmm. let's do let's do before we get into it. Let's play a little clip that I got.
2: This will be the final word in the story of Skywalker. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Go-
1: so this one I've heard got a lot of mixed reviews, as it was. Mm-hmm. Um mm. a lot of people didn't like it, a lot of people, you know, said it was mediocre, etc. I really liked it. Um mainly because I just thought it, it kind of tied together. It was like a final, you know, for that trilogy, essentially. It, was, it worked out well. All your questions got answered, really. But I was actually really shocked that she was the granddaughter of was it Palpatine. Yeah. Like, I didn't see that coming at all. And I don't know, I just thought it was a really good twist. Um, I guess because it's someone that you kind of forgot about in a way, but an essential character they brought back. Yeah. Imagine. Um, but no, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. But the ending, though, I, I you know when they kissed, I was like, "What is happening?"
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that bit definitely felt like okay. I felt like they felt like that was a bit false They were like, "Okay, they should kiss now."
1: Yeah. And then,
0: <laughs> and then I was like,
1: "What?"
0: I yes. was like, "I was like, if
1: it would have been more like a sibling relationship, if anything."
0: Yeah, it felt like that to to be honest. Mm. Um. Yeah, I think I have mixed feelings on this film. Yeah. But I think it's, I think it's because Star Wars is like so close to my heart. So mm-hmm. did, did you go see this in the cinema or did you watch it at home recently?
1: No, we, we saw it um, at the cinema. It was quite good. We saw it at Port Solon. Um, oh, well. Yeah, we went with Mike's sister and that. But it was really good. I really enjoyed it. They, they didn't really like it that much. Oh,
0: really? Um, they,
1: yeah, they do like the Star Wars films, but they said they didn't really like that the way that one was done, I guess. Um, I think Mike as well, he's in, like, mixed feelings. He likes mm. the film, that he was like, eh, it could have been better.
0: But I, yeah. I really
1: enjoyed it. Yeah. Maybe that's,
0: <laughs> that's always That's always interesting when you go to the cinema and, like, like you're the only person that's, like, really enjoyed it and then the rest of them are like,
1: Neh. Yeah, you're like, what's wrong with you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely think, like, the Emperor being, like uh ray's uh granddad was like completely out of left field i was like okay uh yeah yeah, definitely
1: uh, i think they were gonna bring back as well i thought yeah i feel
0: like i feel like it was because did you see the one prior to this one yeah what what did you think of the last jedi for the the last one like i i
1: i like him to be honest the trilogy I wouldn't say it's my favorite because obviously I do like the old old ones. Yes, um, But no, I I liked them, I guess. I mean, I was kind of sad when they, you know, killed off certain people. But <laughs> um <coughs> yeah, you know, I guess you can't have a trilogy about someone important dying, can you? No, um,
0: no, it seemed to be like it seemed to be, well, I think the whole theme of this like new trilogy was like out with the old and in with the new. Yeah. So, really. um, so yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah, I feel like because Last Jedi got like such a negative rap from all of it, because yeah. Ryan Johnson, the director, does do like some extreme swings towards like different stuff, yeah. especially uh, in introducing like emo Luke that doesn't want to uh, do anything anymore, which obviously upset a load of nerds going, "That's not my Luke Skywalker." Yeah. Uh, yeah so so i feel like they sort of like you know those little fire emergency things where you break the glass yeah i feel like that's what the emperor was to them they were like we must bring him back because we want people to love this film like everybody
1: yeah, so, yeah i guess so i mean it, it it doesn't it doesn't make sense i guess there wasn't really anyone else they could kind of say oh yeah by the way you are related to this person because they already yeah. said that she wasn't But
0: i kind of I kind of like the idea of like Ray from Nowhere though. I thought that was quite cool.
1: Yeah, I guess
0: uh, so. Because it. Hmm. Oh, it's me now, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, it's
0: me. So I find it so hilarious when I sent you my list and you were like, "I have not seen any of these." I was like, oh, "Okay." No, I have. <laughs> so, did you check out any of the traders for them, or did you not get a chance?
1: No, I haven't had a chance yet. To be honest.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I'll give you like these spitball ones. So my number five is called, called With Nail and I, and it stars uh, Richard E. Grant and this other bloke that I can't remember his name of, sorry mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're very good as well. I would, um, and it stars these two actors in the late 60s and they're, they're on the doll and they're like squat, they're squatting in this house and they uh richard grant is hilarious in this film because he spends the entire film drunk
2: uh,
0: and he's like this flamboyant wants to be shakespearean actor like very posh sounding and uh, they end up going away to his uncle's house on a farm and his richard grant's uncle is played by uh mr dursley at the harry potter series and he plays a very flamboyant and very much a homosexual character. <laughs> and he secretly fancies with Nail's friend. And they go to the house, and loads of weird and wonderful things happen. And they get pissed and end up upsetting the peaceful countryside. And it's really, really funny. It's like so well
2: written. I'm a trained actor reduced to the stakes of a bum There is, you will agree certain je ne sais quoi owns a very special about a firm young carrot Mm, Excuse me These aren't mine they belong to him You're drunk I assure you I'm not officer I've only had a few ales
0: yeah so that's with Nell and i check it out i don't know if it i don't know if it'll be your cup of tea but definitely check it out
1: it did you time. fancy
0: did you fancy doing your number five now
1: so my number five is breakfast club or the breakfast club um i really like this film it's, it's 1985 so it's proper 80s i do like the 80s era it's one of my favorites um it's such a simple plot as well it's just about like five kids going to detention all from different walks of life hating each other and then kind of becoming friends more or less but knowing they're never going to hang out in real life um once detention's over um i just it's such a, a movie that me and my mum watched it so it's kind of like one of those kind of movies i can watch it if i'm feeling sad or something or i miss my mum um but yeah, I really like it. But Mike doesn't like it. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, he's like, "Oh, these films are so old." <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That's not it's, that. It's not that old, though.
1: No, it's just for me. It's a timeless classic. Like I love this film. Um, I watch it again and again. If there's nothing else on TV, so it's just one of my favourites.
0: Yeah, e- everybody's got one that they like. Sit down and even if it's like not like the best thing if it's one that you like remember sitting down with your parents or with a loved one you're like yeah, yeah I'll, I'll sit down and watch this so yeah
1: definitely. it's got such a good soundtrack as well
0: so. yeah yeah everybody everybody forgets the like everybody remembers the tune at the end and everything so it's all right i'll try and hold back the like willingness to sing it right now <laughs> <laughs> it, so. it's
1: definitely worth a watch yeah
2: it is now 706, you have exactly 8 hours and 54 minutes to ponder the error of your ways. Any questions? Yeah. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? A brain, a beauty, a jock, a rebel, and a recluse. I can't believe this is really happening to me. Before this day is over, they'll break the rules. (coughs) Chicks, can I hold a smoke? That's what it is. Bear their souls. I'm a nymphomaniac. Are your parents aware of this? Take some chances. Being bad feels pretty good. And touch each other in a way they never dreamed possible. Why'd you do that? Because I knew you wouldn't. The Breakfast Club.
0: Coco, I'm going to move on to my number four. Yeah. And it is a film called Sing Street. Have you heard of Sing Street? Cool, cool. No. So it, it's about this young it's set, in, it's set in Ireland I don't know what that accent was <laughs> It definitely wasn't Irish <laughs>
2: um,
0: And it's about this young lad He's um, having trouble At home with his parents His parents are obviously going to like, divorce him And he to save money They end up sending him to a Cheaper school mm-hmm. So he ends up joining this rough Irish school uh, with people chucking shoes at him and stuff like that, and uh, the vicar shoving shoving his head like in the sink because he's not wearing the right uniform and stuff like that. It's proper like.
2: Okay.
0: And uh, on the first day of school, he notices this uh, young girl outside the gates, and you're like this because the film's set in the eighties. Okay.
2: So So
0: uh, and there's this young girl that's got you know the typical big hair with the like loud makeup on her eyes and stuff and mm-hmm. he fancies her straight away right. so he walks up to her and he's a big fan of music and his brother is a massive stoner and he's a big fan of music and he says that he's in a band and mm-hmm. uh, he says we want a model that's in for for our band you want to be in our music video she says uh, yes, like, smiling at him, because she's, like, 16, and he's, like, 15. So she's that little bit older. So she gives him his, gives him her number and says, yeah, like, contact me and we'll be in this video. So he turns around to his one and only friend that he's got at school so far, this little ginger kid, <laughs> and says, we need to make a band. So <laughs> So they make a band very quickly and end up, Shooting like a range of videos, and he ends up finding his like true calling.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, there's loads of like references to like different fashions and different bands from the '80s, like Boy George and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, loads of different. And the main highlight for the film is the music is amazing. Like yeah. li- literally, the it's all original music. And they perform all the music in in the film and the music's great. You will generally love it because it's in the vein of the 80s. And yeah, uh, cool. yeah, it's really good. It's generally really good. Um, I watched it a while back and then a filmmaker friend reminded me of it and I watched it again. And I was like, it's just like such a it's a, it's, it's a, it's a film that just makes you feel good and stuff. Yeah. So, um, it's really good Definitely recommend You put you put that on your, li- on your list And then you tell me What you think of it Because it's really good Yes,
1: yeah, definitely Sounds good Do you
0: want to be in a video Just form a
2: band we're in a band We need to form a band Experience a heart melting romance It's all about the girl isn't it I think she's just amazing That hits all the right notes Not exactly the Beatles is it You can't help but fall in love With the feel good film of the year you all over Yeah we're just working that out
0: Sing Street. so did you want to do your number four because I yeah. haven't seen this one so oh,
1: okay so this one's the Society on Netflix um, again this one's a short series season I think it's about 10 episodes maybe uh, so basically it's a bunch of teenagers originally going on a school trip out their town um, and it seems to be like the whole town's kids so there's like not a single <laughs> kid left um, <laughs> They're off like, to the mountains and then there's a big storm, so halfway on the way, they say, right, we're gonna have to turn back, it's too bad, we can't carry on. And they come all the way back to town um, and none of their parents are there, there's literally no adults anywhere and the bus drivers drive off, they don't even stick around, so all these kids are on their own. And um, they, they start you know, calling, there's no reception, there's no service, there's no Wi-Fi. there's nothing. And um, all, everyone in the town's gone, it's just the kids and then all these like strange things start happening and then they um they do what normal teenagers do when they're unaccompanied have parties and just get drunk and lose things <laughs> um, and, then, and then it kind of like has a i want to say a time jump almost like say 6 months um Obviously, there's only one main supermarket, so they have to start rationing food and all the electric and stuff like that. And it just starts kind of getting a bit feral because it's, it almost turns into everyone for themselves. Um, and obviously, these kids are trying to become leaders. And obviously, all these other kids are like, no, you're not going to be in charge of me. I'm going to be in charge and all this. Mm. It's, it's a proper good watch. It's quite intense as well. There's a lot of, there's like some murders going on and everything. It's not just... Cool. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. And then right at the end, there's a big cliff.
0: It sounds like, have you ever seen um, Lord of the Flies, the film Lord of the Flies?
1: No, but it is actually um, taken from that. It's an adaption.
0: Has it really? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, it sounded like quite similar to it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um, uh...
2: Six months ago, we were children. (laughs) This is who we are now. Looks like home, but it's not. There's nothing out there, guys. We're all alone. Oh, I'm alive, and Ali is alive.
0: So my number three is
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, courtesy of uh, my partner Mosh, because his family are orig- uh, originally from Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. So he's been introducing me to like more like Bollywood and like Indian like stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and It's this show on Amazon prime and obviously other streaming platforms are available. (laughs) Uh, but it's this program called made in heaven and it's centered around the TV show centered around these two wedding planners, uh, in Mumbai. Is it Mumbai or in Mumbai or yeah, I think Mumbai and they are wedding planners for like the rich and famous and the royalty of India. And it's such a good show, such a good show. Um, I have briefly talked about it on my, on a previous episode. So, um, but it's such a good show. And each uh, episode uh, ha- is based on a different wedding. So mm-hmm. they could be doing a wedding for a Indian celebrity or Indian royalty. Or a big financial mogul and stuff like that and the mm-hmm. thing that makes it great is that each wedding there's a particular drama going on that they have to clear up
2: right. So, okay. uh,
0: and also the two main characters as well as working on the weddings they also have their own drama going on so uh, the female wedding planner she's like got some problems going wrong at home with her relationship with her very arsehole of a husband, let's say. And, uh, and then her business partner is um, trying to deal with hiding his sexuality because he's gay. Mm. And at, of the time that the show got recorded back in 2018, it was still illegal for to be uh, openly gay in India. So they deal with that a lot in uh in in the show, and you sort of see how they both help each other in their business but also as a friendship and stuff and it's like seriously good it's made me it's made me want to go to India like so bad yeah uh, like really bad it's such a it's so beautifully shot, and there's obviously uh there's so much color involved for all, all the outfits and stuff <laughs> yeah and uh plus the guy. That plays uh, the gay guy in the show is he's fit. <laughs> uh, so and there's like little bits of um, like him getting frisky with, with with other guys and I was like I like this show. This show's good. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, let's just say I definitely have a type for Asians. Asians is my type nowadays. So um, I did appreciate it and my partner was just laughing at me going, oh he's like he's pretty fit. No, he's nice. So. Uh, so not just that, but the overall story is like really good, and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you sort you sort of get an essence of how much an event of a wedding is like in Indian culture.
1: Yeah, it's
0: yeah. like literally like families put all their money in, and they want it to be like the biggest thing ever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it puts it puts our weddings to shame. It makes our oh. weddings look like shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's my. Number three, Made in Heaven. Definitely check it out if it's, if it's something that you're yeah. interested
2: well, in. Huh? So,
0: mm-hmm. we'll play a trailer for that one.
2: Made in Heaven believes the wedding should celebrate the couple. The theme should tell their story. Love. Birds. Roses and skies. Pink and blue. Blush and sparkle. This is your wedding. Welcome to the parivar. It. I'm ready. We like this classy style, but people will not understand, right? They will think we're not spending. More gold? Yes! We're in service of the bride. This Ladki se Shadi karo, that girl needs to be pure. Pure? Like he. Fuck! Give, uh, give me your number three.
1: Um, so this one is a series, The Punisher. Um, I, I really like that. Have you seen that one?
0: No, I haven't. Do you know what, when when it came out in, what, was it 2018 or something like that? I was like, I need to watch this because I've watched the Daredevil one and really enjoyed that. That yeah. was really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's one of those, again, one of those that's just slipped past me that I need to watch.
1: Yeah, there's two seasons now. Um, but I I think the first one's pretty good. Not that the second one isn't, but that's just my preference. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this. So it's kind of centred about this um, ex-marine um, Frank Castle. So long story short, he's on a rampage to try and find out who murdered his family. Um, and he wants to know, you know, who he's trying to track down who killed his wife and his kids. Um, obviously I won't say. What he finds out because I haven't seen it, but <laughs> it's just a whole story kind of centered around you know trying to find the truth from him. Um, there's a lot of you know blood and gore and a lot of twists and stuff hey. you wouldn't see. Yeah, no, it's just a lot of twists and turns, and it's one of those things. They think they're about an hour long each episode, and once well. you watch, you want to see the next one straight away.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but I prefer DC to Marvel anyway because it's just more gritty and more real. So I, I definitely
0: yeah is oh, yeah. the is the action really good in it because i remember <laughs> when they introduced him in in daredevil season two and I was like the action was like brutal
1: it's pretty much every episode is like full throttle it's amazing it's and it's they're not afraid to kind of get i don't know really rough i suppose
2: yeah, yeah.
1: but um, yeah definitely amazing
2: should i done <laughs> Memories, they never hurt me. No! The past, no! it's more than memories. It's the devil you sold your
0: soul to. My number two, my number two is a yeah. TV show. And I can't believe you haven't seen this. I can't believe you haven't seen this. It's like so good. Uh, Fleabag. Direct,
1: uh... Yeah, no, I all it, but i haven't
0: seen it. yeah st- starring Phoebe, Wall- uh, Phoebe Wallerbridge and she also writes it as well okay. she she's the lady that's uh, have you seen Killing Eve at all
1: no i haven't seen
0: that either uh, okay okay she writes that as well and uh, it's such a good show it's it's a it's about a woman that's trying to deal it's pretty much just about a woman trying to deal with her crap um, and uh, she's dealing with the death of her best friend at the beginning of the first season. And the thing that makes it really good is like the writing and also like the honesty of like a single woman living in London trying to figure out her life. Yeah. And the thing that makes it funny is that she breaks the fourth wall and talks to the audience. Okay. So, um, So it's really, funny and like tongue-in-cheek and you feel like when you're watching each episode that she's like personally talking to you yeah so uh, i 100% you like you need to go and watch that like now so (laughs) it's so so good it's on BBC play but also the first season is free on amazon prime oh hello cat how are you
2: You know that feeling when a guy you like sends you a text at two o'clock on a Tuesday night asking if he can come and find you. And then you open the door to him like you've always forgotten he's coming over. Oh. Hi. Hey. Oh my God, definitely not. That does nothing for you. What? These are my clothes, Boo. I've been wearing these all day. It's really not that bad at all. <laughs> right.
0: Now, give me your number two. Give me your number two. Tell me what it is.
1: Instant Family with Mark Wahlberg. Um, I really like this one. I only watched it recently. Um, but after I watched it, I knew it was going to be one of my favourites. Um, have you seen this one?
0: Uh, yes, I have, actually. I have, yeah? Um, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't, like, sure about that at first. But it's actually, like, a really heartfelt, touching yes. film, isn't it?
1: Yeah, um, it's like you say. It's got definitely funny moments. I love the little kid where he's so accident prone. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, um, but yeah, overall it's very heartfelt. I think the thing that stuck with me after watching it is, although it's about you know kids being adopted and stuff, it sort of gives you this message that n- your family doesn't have to be blood. You know, it can be anyone.
0: Yeah,
1: It's really yeah. nice.
0: It's yeah, yeah. No, um, I agree. Yeah, the like the three kids are like really good in it and stuff.
1: We found a great match for you, but
2: she comes with two siblings. Three kids? At (laughs) once? It is not gonna be easy. Unlock the window! We might have a little bit of a knack for this. Oh no! Are you sure? Stop right there, I mean it. Don't open that door. Do not get in that car, you hear me? Don't shut that door, I mean it. Instant Family. Dinner!
0: So that was Instant Family and that was your number two. We're banging through them now, we're banging through them. Now I'm going to do my number one. It is Taika Waititi's new film, Jojo Rabbit. So no, how, have you seen, have you seen tra- trailers for this?
1: Um, yes, I have seen the trailer.
0: Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's sort of like a film concept that you think that you could never get away with doing. Yeah, so yeah. it's about this young lad set in World War II in Germany. Uh, living with the Nazis they're training their kids to pre- pretty much turn into Nazis and this kid Jojo bless him doesn't have many friends so he has an imaginary friend that just happens to be Hitler
2: <laughs> right
0: <laughs> so um, before and I'm sure other people thought like all oh, this is going to be like really insensitive
1: yeah
0: it's really not it's really not. It's really funny. And have you seen any of Taika Waititi's films, like before?
1: Um, no.
0: Uh, have you seen Four Ragnarok? Have you seen that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, Ragnarok, he did that.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did that. Yeah, he directed that. So, and also Taika Ty, Ty plays Hitler. So the director plays Hitler. Okay. And uh, it's just so funny. It's yeah. and also the Hitler. That we see in this film is from a child's perspective no. so he's not like a scary dictator he literally talks the way a 12 year old boy would talk and it's okay. really like hilarious it's super funny okay. and uh, the cast are really good it's got Scar- Scarlett Johansson as his mother it sort of reminded me like of a Wes Anderson film because the colors are really bright and vibrant and it's super funny and there's like real ups and downs but you end up proper loving this main character jojo Yeah. so 100% you need to like check this one out it won um, a best adapted uh, script at the oscars uh, this uh, year so it was like yeah it's really good and if you like
2: take over it's jojo rabbit it's pointless and stupid exactly Wait, no. It's satirical brilliance. If there's one thing that Gestapo are known for, it's our sense of humour. Five stars.
1: That's impossible. Believe it, brother.
2: There's no other film quite like it. God help me. It's a dazzling achievement.
1: It's time to burn some books.
2: So that was
0: my number one. Yeah. Now, what we did earlier is that you accidentally gave your number one up already. But yeah. So your number one was The Rise of Skywalker. Yes. the last the last one in the skywalker saga oh that's that's our list that's our like top yes. five uh film and tv shows of recent years
1: yes definitely that,
0: that was awesome thank you so much for coming on
1: that's all right and
0: coming. uh we definitely need to catch up in person soon because yes. it's Money. been because it's been too long
1: thank you and you cool
0: thanks for coming on
1: all right. Bye. right i'll see you later
0: So that was mine and Becca's top five films and TV shows of recent years. Thanks, Becca, for coming on. It was super laugh. (laughs) It's always good catching up. It's been too long. I look forward to meeting up with you in person and having a good catch-up. Yeah, so that is the end of episode six of the podcast. Thank you for all that have listened, and hope you enjoyed that. Maybe uh, let us know what your top five TV shows or films are of most recent years that you've watched. So, as always, I'm going to end with something a little light-hearted, and today I'm going to play out with McFly's NHS charity single of their song, It's All About You. And until next time, you guys take care.
2: Hello, it's McFly here. While we're going through one of the most challenging times we will ever experience, we know that there are some incredible people out there risking their lives every day. Everyone in the NHS, all the carers, all the key workers, who are still working to keep this country running, to keep us safe and keep us alive. We owe you so much right now doctors nurses carers all the emergency services volunteers and there are so many more key workers we wanted to say thanks the only way that we know how through music so we've recorded this song while we're on lockdown to say that right now it is without doubt all about you it's all about it's you, about about you. It. it's all about it's you all about you asked me something I thought you knew So I told you with a smile It's all about you Then you whispered in my ear And you told me to you told Said me you'd to. make my life worthwhile It's all about you I don't know what I do So hold me close and say three words like you